0: welcome back. We're Tim and Julie Harris. We are broadcasting live from rather chilly overcast Austin, Texas. So listen, normally I have a wonderful full cup of coffee before the radio show because let's be honest, a little bit of caffeine helps a little bit to make the radio show a bit more lively, but it was not necessary today. Why? Because um, we have some information that we're going to be sharing with all of you today. That is the very definition of a black swan. We did the radio show the other day on, you know, the most the, the types of black swan events. A black swan event, remember, is something that could be disruptive to the real estate industry. And most of the black swan events I came up with um, on the con- for the content of the radio show was they're relatively benign. I would say there are things that we could work ourselves through. Interest rates falling up or down, those things like that, you know, manageable. This topic today. Is the black swan event that is probably in my entire career, aside from maybe the the depression, you know, aside from that happening, this is could potentially be the biggest black swan event for the real estate industry ever. Uh, you know, what we're going to share with you guys today are the details of a company that I've been hearing rumors about, and I've been sharing with all of the listeners, Julie and I have, and all, certainly all of our coaching clients for almost a year. And we've been telling you guys a little pieces of information that we heard about them to prepare you for what will be, I think, potentially uh, a truly disruptive thing to the real estate industry. Rick Sharga, who a lot of you guys know, was on our radio show, and he and I talked about this potential black swan, and you know, he too agreed that it would be disruptive. We had yesterday the CEO of the National Association of Realtors, and I'm going to have him back again, Dale. So we can talk about what might indeed be the disruptor that all of us have been, let's be honest, fearful of actually having happened. The name of the company that I'm going to be sharing with you guys today is Opendoor.com. And so your homework assignment from this radio show is going to be go to Opendoor.com, look at the website, and you need to remove your, skeptics, uh, your skeptical sunglasses, right? I don't want you guys looking at this website and thinking like realtors. As hard as that is to do, I don't want you to look for the flaws in their business model. Think about it as if you were a homeowner, not a practitioner. Think about it as if you were a potential seller and you are comparing, say, for example, what opendoor.com was offering versus what you are offering. That's where things get interesting, forward slash scary. So Julie, welcome to today's radio show.
1: Thank you so much. It's an exciting topic and one that every agent in the country needs to be paying attention to.
0: That's right, okay, so here is what we 're going to do, and we don't we only have a half hour with you guys, so we 're going to uh, jump forward to an Inman news features article, and you guys know we you know obviously inman's great, so read Inman every day, become a subscriber so um, this is a little bit of a snippet from an Inman news article talking about open door, and then i 'm going to tell you uh, between like the last maybe twenty four hours the research that i've done, and we 're going to give you all the nitty gritty on how this company works and why. I am absolutely 100% positive that it is going to be a rule changer for the real estate industry and the most significant rule changer for the real estate industry in the past 20 years with the exception of maybe, like I said, the depression that was really brought on by you know, the real estate markets crashing and all the rest of it. So this will be as significant to your individual practice as that was. Okay? So are you paying attention? So Julie, go forth and conquer the Inman article, please.
1: All right. And please interrupt me when you are ready to have a well, stop Jules, or interject or what have you. Skip,
0: I'll get going. skip the hyperbole and the filler and just get to the, the heart of really what it's yeah. all about, just for the sake of okay. brevity.
1: You got it. So Open Door is the company we're talking about here, a simple website, opendoor.com. Open Door, the big data house-flipping startup, was founded by former PayPal and Square executive, and I think I'm saying his name right, Keith Rabois, has uh, launched in Phoenix, Arizona, with plans to expand to Portland, Oregon, and Dallas, Texas over the next few months. In launching, the company has pulled back the curtain on its much-anticipated business model, revealing that it will charge a commission comparable to a broker's fee. Also, inspect homes before fully committing to the database offers it makes online, and work with sellers who are potentially already using listing agents. So that was a lot of information in one couple of sentences there. Uh, Opendoor makes instant offers. So this is one of their USPs or unique sales, sales propositions. Opendoor makes instant offers on homes based on an analysis of public and private data and then flips them. Homeowners who sell to Opendoor must pay a five and a half percent commission or what they call a quote, convenience charge, which covers most closing costs. Opendoor will cover half of the escrow charges, for example, and accept a discounted price on their home. So let's just kind of summarize here: five and a half percent. Yes, there's an inspection before they fully commit. Uh, let's see, Open Door pays half of the escrow charges, and their price is offered on uh, based on they haven't said specifically, but online uh, data-based offers. Their
0: offers okay, are priced so let me, close but, to our
1: but, prediction of but, resale. But go ahead.
0: Let, let's interject and let's break this out. Okay, that's from Inman's yep, translation of what Open Door says on their website. I went to web. I went to their website after this, and I started calling some of my other contacts in the industry to try to find out. Basically, making sure that I was translating what I was reading because yeah. I didn't want to rely on somebody else's opinion. I mean, so basically, I didn't want to rely solely on how I was reading what it said. And so, other people that I've talked to concur that this is, in essence, what this company is doing. And if you're in Dallas or if you're in one of their existing markets, go to OpenDoor.com and put in your address and actually go through and see how the system works. But this is the essence, in essence, how it works. And you can, again, go to their website. Your homework from today's call is going to be due to uh, go to OpenDoor.com. Let's flood their website and take it down. Hee hee hee. Just kidding. All right, so, <laughs> all right, so number one. Um You go and you put your address in, and then they have a proprietary online home valuation uh model now this is not like what inman or i 'm sorry not like what Zillow does. this is something that let 's assume that they 're using the best of the breed valuing information let 's assume that they 're having somebody look at a google uh, street view they 're having someone look at uh, a satellite view from google they 're having someone look at the comps they 're going through. Um, you know, they've supposedly created these uh, computer algorithms that can come up with a relatively, uh, basically relatively quickly, a very accurate uh, assessment of the home's value. Now, I realize the skeptics of you uh, out there are going to be saying, come on, Tim, there's no way that somebody sitting in some far off distance location is going to be able to know my home's value. Well. Yeah, they can. It's not that difficult, guys. I mean the reality of it is is coming up with a you know, a ballpark assessment of a home, uh what a home is worth, is not that difficult assuming you have recent comps. Is not that difficult assuming you have right. pictures to look at. If you can if they can see that it's not on a busy road, if they can see that there's not some sort of you know, huge power station in the backyard. If they can see that those types of visual impairments and location issues aren't an issue for the particular property, they can use things like age of the property. They can use recent comps. They can use cost per square foot. Now, what happens after that? So some of you are still saying, no way, they're not going to be able to really come up with a correct value. These guys are going to be overvaluing, undervaluing. They're going to be all over the place. Sellers, they're never going to trust them. Well, that's what I thought too when I first read their business model, but then it gets even a little bit more interesting. So you put, their, you put your street you know, your address in. They give you a value. Then they send out a home inspector at their expense to inspect the property. Now, is this your friendly home inspector that you use for your own resales? I don't know. But I assume that home inspectors is also going to be uh, confirming basically a lot of the condition issues that, they were, uh, that they're concerned about, the age of the roof, the age of the furnace, and all those types of things. The value that they put on the property, bottom line, guys, is not a wholesale value. This is not a we buy ugly houses play. These guys, from what I've been able to research, are paying people retail for their homes, not wholesale I'm going to say that again. This is the rule-changing thing. I'm telling you right now, they are not buying the houses at a discount from what I've been able to ascertain thus far. And yes, we've reached out to them to get them on the radio show, and they have us on their wait list because they're too busy building their company. But we're pestering them for an interview. So when that happens, obviously I'll stick these. I'll put these questions to them. But if they're offering retail value, that in itself is disruptive because. You guys can't say, well, Mr. Seller, why would you want to list with them? They're going to wholesale it, whereas I can get retail for the property. Now, again, on the website, go ahead and look. The next level of it is what? Then they're uh, charging a convenience fee or whatever it is, 5.5%. Now, they're giving the uh, homeowners uh, a correct market valuation on the property. They're offering them a non-discounted retail price. And then they're saying, we'll pay you 5.5% of that. But it gets more interesting. There are no showings. There are no home, uh, there are no home stagers. There are, and the seller gets to choose their move-out date. So this is a situation where if you have a very motivated seller who's sold before, which I assume is going to be a majority of their clients, who knows that in essence during a typical sale process between a little bit of negotiation, real estate commissions, closing costs, they're going to be shoveling out more than 5.5% or at least 5.5% anyway, then of course they're going to say this is more appealing if the numbers all work out. They're going to seriously take a look at this new company. Okay, You guys following me on all this? If you're in a listing presentation and you're competing against essentially Open Door, and the seller says this is their written verified offer, I can choose my, uh, I can choose my close date. I don't have to actually hassle with uh, showings. I don't have to hassle with open houses. I can uh, move out as quickly or slowly as I choose to. Guys, that's a pretty compelling uh, value proposition for that seller, isn't it? So
1: yeah.
0: that's right well, there. Like Let's them.
1: just stop. I mean, look at it this way, too. How many of you guys have recently lost deals because of the buyer's financing falling apart on you? This is essentially exactly. a guaranteed closing. We don't have to worry about pre-qualifying anybody. We don't have to worry about which lender they found online. This is a I mean this is very compelling because it removes a lot of the USPs that agents have that you know we spend a lot of time pre-qualifying and, you know, making sure your showings are quality and all of this kind of stuff. So I totally see where you're coming from on the disruptive angle of this.
0: This is there's nothing that I can remember, Julie, in the 20 years that you and I've been in the real estate space. Mm-hmm. there's nothing I can remember that's ever been, okay, you mm-hmm. have zip Realty, big deal, flexible fee commissions, you have you know you have all these other companies which are essentially help slightly you know. you know they're online versions of what like Help You sell was, or you know the, oh, then the new evolution has been about CRMs or has been about you know people offering different sorts of brokerage. Agent relationship type commission structure, you know, all this other Mickey Mouse. Then there's none of that matters. Okay, this is where it matters because what's happening now is the evolution is happening from the uh, from a company that is jumping ahead, way ahead of our industry, and saying, "Mr. Seller, now you have an alternative to using the traditional real estate process." That's the reason it's disruptive. You, you guys got to think about this and be realistic about this. Assuming these guys get their acts together and assuming they can get access to capital, they are going to be the major competitor in whatever markets they go into. Of course they are. If you were to roll into Anywhere USA and you had a billion dollars and you put billboards up everywhere and say, I'll give you retail for your house, minus 5.5%, your phone would ring off the hook, wouldn't it? Interesting thought, isn't it? Now, will they have competitors? Of course they will. Could you be a competitor in your own market? Of course you could. I mean, so here's where my mind's going on this. Assuming these guys get traction, because based on their founders, I'm assuming these guys have access to capital, you know, billionaires. Assuming these guys are able to get their marketing message out there based on what I've been able to see on their website, they're going to do that really well, too. It's beautiful. Assuming they're able to get the a message to the sellers that, listen, this is an alternative to the normal process, assuming these guys become honest-to-God competitors for us uh, in this industry in, say, 12 to 24 months, you need to figure out, and I'm going to figure out for you and tell you how to do it, to get their listings when they sell them. Because the next question is going to be, what are they going to do with these properties when they sell them? They haven't, at least I haven't been able to find publicly stating anywhere what they're planning on doing with them, but from people that know them, what I've understood is they're not going to hold them. They're going to put them back for sale. Now, are they going to form their own brokerages all over the country? From what I can tell, the answer is no. So I'm guessing that they're going to be referring these listings out to agents. And guys, listen, I'm going to do everything in my power to make it so that especially our coaching students have access to those uh, listing referrals. So I'm working on that now. Trust that, especially for our coaching students, I am going to fulfill that promise if at all possible. Now, right. what happens if, and this is on their website, you are a listing agent and your client goes to Open Door and your client says, I want to sell my house to Open Door and you have a listing contract with that seller, okay, they will then charge that seller 5.5% plus your listing fee, whatever it is, 25 or 3%. So you guys can see... In a situation where you have a very motivated, most likely experienced seller, the uh, offer that Open Door has, it is compelling as hell, isn't it? So there it is. I told you guys that we'd be giving you a heads up when any black swans crept into our pond, right? When there was anything that was truly disruptive that was going to be entering into the real estate industry. I haven't seen anything aside from, like I said, the real estate depression uh, you know, crash, whatever you want to call it from oh seven, you know, started in oh six or oh seven, oh eight, you know, you guys know. So I haven't seen anything that's been anywhere as potentially as disruptive as this. So Jules, where's your mind go when you're reading about this? Because I know you've been reading about this as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's very, very compelling. I think of myself as a seller and you as a seller. If we, you know <laughs> which happens all the Don't time. Say we- Don't say it out
0: loud. Don't say it out loud. We'll lose coaching clients. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, I'm saying, I mean, I you know, need... we, we become <laughs> motivated sellers. We go fall in love with Austin, decide to move. That's it,
0: you know? Yeah, that's like, we did. Okay,
1: yep. so if we were not us, but, quote, normal people, if there are any normal sellers out there anymore, I'm feeling for our clients now, um, you know, this would be a compelling thing to look at. At, at. Surely out of convenience alone, backed up by the fact that at 5.5%, that's probably less than I'm going to end up paying in a normal situation, I don't have to worry about the deal falling apart. I get to even choose my closing date. I don't have to worry about negotiating that. So, you know, some of your sellers are not moving right now because they have this fear of being able to negotiate where they're moving to. This potentially takes care of that problem as well. It sounds like very easy inspections to live through for the most part. So, you know, what else are you left with? Well, I can price it better than anyone else. Well, I mean, Tim, at the top of the call you were talking about you know, we all like to believe that we have magical local pricing knowledge, but in fact, don't all of you just go to online sources to price it and then maybe tweak your price a little bit when you show up anyway? They're not doing yeah. anything that different than what we normally do as agents. So so there's there's the understand what's going on end of things. And then there's, all right, let's just assume that this gets traction because if you look at the bios on these guys, these are not lightweights. You know, these guys work for PayPal and Cube and Google and Apple and, I mean, you know, they probably are going to take it to the next level. So let's say that we get there.
0: Julie, are you on their resume site? Go down to the bottom and look to see where they're like, the MBAs are from. They're from Bain Capital. They're from uh, BlackRock. I mean, these these are pretty much best-to-breed companies on the technology side and on the real estate side. So these guys are for real. And I can only, like I said, if they have access to, you know, they're going to need a lot of money, right, to start buying these houses in any sort of meaningful way. But if they get access to that, uh, yep. yeah, then it's going to be That's very it. interesting. It is it. And you know, it won't take long for uh, real estate brands to start offering something very similar. We'll have to adjust very quickly to this
1: new paradigm. Yeah, well, you just new have new that flexibility, right? So, you, you, you know, have you ask money. where my mind is, is, okay, so what's next? What do you do about it? Because there's You know, some agents will freak out initially. Oh my gosh! You know, and they
0: should. Honestly, they should. I wish
1: they should. You know, but then life goes on. What are you going to do about it? You've got to change your model potentially. And I'm also thinking about, all right. So let's say I'm one of those sellers, and I jump on this, and I choose my closing date. Well, I haven't bought anything yet, so somebody's got to go get me in contract on something. Maybe I'll buy first and then do the open door thing. But there is a buyer side involved. In that transaction inevitably there's going to be some way of working not against them but with open door to make sure that you're getting the piece of the pie it might just be different than before so flexibility is going to be really critical in the next wave here
0: so coaching students we will figure out a way for you Mm -hmm. guys to uh, make money from this and this will become an attribute not a detriment because like you know what Julie was just saying, there are other ways hypothetically you could use it. You could start going to sellers and you could say, Let's try the retail way of selling the house first and then and you know, if it doesn't work out, then we'll sell it to open door. You could make open door part of your selling plan. You could yep. make it so that literally you had the ace in the hole for the seller was having this built in buyer through open door and yeah, you could sell it off to open door as um a way of assuring giving the seller a true Guarantee guaranteed sale home sale. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can do this, and so maybe open, i don't know if they're going to—but maybe Open Door comes up with a program. They should, if any of them are listening, where they work very closely with the brokerage community, um, you know, real, us real estate agents. Now, now, here's another funny thought that just pops into my head: when other companies have come to town, and I think uh, Zip Realty—I think that was the one from England—I don't remember. Anyway, they started in the East Coast, and they bought all these cute little Volkswagen bugs and. You know, their little, the gist that they did is they were offering discounted commissions in essence. Again, nothing novel. And um, and maybe it wasn't Zip, It was a different company. I don't remember the name of them now. But in any event, it didn't work out. Why didn't it work out? Because the local real estate brokers, uh, one of the things that they did is they got together and essentially wouldn't show the listings of this company, Mm -hmm. okay? And that's happened before, and you guys know that happens, that essentially the real estate community will essentially unionize against this interloper and say, listen, we're gonna starve you out of business by not selling your listings, and then those sellers will realize that they can't sell with you and they'll list with us again. Well, the interesting thing about what these guys have done, assuming that they're gonna follow the path that I think that they are, is they're going to end up? They're going to list these properties with normal agents for a referral fee. Um, thus, they're still including themselves in the normal real estate cycle and not setting themselves up to have the same experience that some of these other uh, sort of you know supposed new breed companies have been. Again, guys, this is the very disruptive thing that changes the real estate market usually for the better. Because what is this going to do? This is the interesting aspect of this. This will actually increase the sales velocity in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, this could cause houses to sell faster. This could cause more people, more sellers that maybe were fence sitting about putting their houses for sale, to want to sell them, so that it creates more sales transactions for you guys. Maybe they were avoiding selling them because of the hassle. I mean, this is going to get more conversations started. You're, it, especially if you're in one of their uh, their target markets where they're going to start running ads. A lot of your owners are gonna, or your potential sellers are gonna ask you about this. You sure as heck better be prepared. You know, listen to this radio show again. Go to the website of OpenDoor.com. Look to see what the seller, your potential sellers, are going to be seeing, reading their uh, their FAQs. And guys, be prepared. Don't be caught by surprise. One of the things that we pride ourselves in in this radio show is keeping you guys on the leading edge of what's happening next in real estate. You know, again, we warned you that this company, and I'd heard rumors about this company about a year ago, um, and I heard what they were going to do, and I was quite confident that if they could pull it off and they actually brought to market their concept, that it would be the black swan event of our careers. And indeed, I believe it's going to be. So the only reasons that I can see that this company wouldn't succeed is if they aren't able to convey their message to potential sellers, which I can't imagine they won't be able to do, and if they don't have access to capital, which I'm sure they do. So bottom line here, guys, is you want to know where our industry, from our perspective, from the boots on the ground, realtor's perspective, where it's going to probably evolve Towards this type of concept. Now, is this the end-all, uh, be-all conte- uh, uh, concept in this type of thing? In other words, the guaranteed home sale, in its truest sense, is Open Door got it all figured out, or will there be another version of Open Door, or another company that comes as a result? Am I right now speaking directly to the future CEO of one of these new spin-off companies? I don't know. But innovation. Yes, it scares the hell out of the establishment, but the flip side to it is it does open the doors for all kinds of opportunity. So see this for what it is. The sellers, your market, they're going to love it. And so if your owners are going to love it, you better start understanding it so you can be part of the conversation. And you're not just seen as the dinosaur who's looking up at the sky as the meteor is about to hit the earth, admiring the pretty falling star. You guys get the point?
1: (laughs) Exactly. So obviously we're going to have to figure out how to not fight it, but to make it an advantageous tool. Like you said, maybe this is how, you know, some of you guys who have done the pre-listing package decided not to do the guaranteed sale because it wasn't great for you for whatever reason. Well, there's you an open door in your back pocket, there you go, <laughs> you know, problem solved. So an objection handler, when a seller inevitably asks you or mentions that they're considering open door, your objection handler is not, oh, they're just a new startup, or I haven't really heard much about them, or they're probably not in our market that's not going to fly. You're going to have to really get in front of this. We're going to help you get there. Fortunately, this is pretty early stages for them. They're only in uh, Portland, Dallas, and what was the other? Phoenix. So, you know, this is early days for them. We will help you guys figure out, navigate, and take advantage of whatever is new out in the market. Your job is to take what the market is willing to give you. And if that's a new model, you got to get in front of it and we'll help you do it.
0: That's right. So guys, listen, don't be scared. Well, I'll be honest with you, be a little scared because sometimes on be the other side of fear, it yeah, be aware, be a little fearful because on the other side of fear is action. Uh, look at really what 2015. I mean, it's going to be one of the best years of all of our careers potentially, and Open Door will inevitably just be one of many new best of breed type companies that enter into our space. It's the seller relationship that they're after. It's the seller relationship where the money's at. You guys have to learn how to be listing agents. You have to learn how to compete in this new market. Request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Listen, I know a lot of you guys right now are in the midst of deciding what the heck you're going to do for 2015. And the, you know, the more advanced of you, and by advanced I mean the forward thinking of you, are hiring a coach or considering hiring a coach. You've know, you know us on the radio. You know from having listened to us live and on replays. You know who we are. You know what we do. You know the message that we deliver is true. You know this is authentic real estate coaching, and our mission is uh, to help you guys. Our focus is on the individual realtor. Our focus is on the agent who's building their business. That's where our passion lies. Be part of that revolution and that evolution of your natural business and request a free coaching call at FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. And let's see what we can do for you to make 2015 your best year ever. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow.